This is James. This is Abdul. And this is the James Dole Podcast. And today is January 26th. Now, before we begin, we want to uh, have a moment of silence for the nine victims that died in the plane crash or the helicopter crash that involved Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, Gigi Bryant. So we'll give like a five second uh, moment of silence. Uh, may his soul rest in peace. May all of their souls rest in uh, perfect peace. So today we have two guests. Uh, Priscilla. Priscilla, introduce yourself. Oh. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Priscilla. She's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> she's cheating so hard. She says, that's my debut. <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla. 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 I don't know. It's just, it's Priscilla. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we have... Ma, Nana. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nana, please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Nana Ohema. You can call me Nana or Ohema. Ooh. So, it's a word. <laughs> talk to him, talk to him. Uh, those are our two guests. And, you know, obviously it's me and it's James. And today we're going to be speaking on different topics. We're going to be speaking on colorism. We're going to be speaking on racism. We're going to be speaking on sexism. Just different isms. So, hopefully... <laughs> Everybody get in the work, bro. Get ready for all the isms. Yeah. Like the... <laughs> I don't even know what you about to say. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> I'm not going to play myself. Okay, so let's start off. Um, are you guys familiar with the Terry Crews situation? Terry Crews and Gabrielle Union. Can anyone make, like, gunshot sounds? What are you doing? What are you even practicing? You really be in the mirror like you say today I'm gonna be a gun. <laughs> AK forty seven. No, but uh, let's talk about the uh Terry Cruz situation. So yeah. I mean like let's give everybody a rundown. So Terry Cruz is a former football player. And an actress. He was a Act- football player? Actor. Actor. He said actress. I mean, his rolling mean, white girl, you know what I'm saying? He kind of bitched me. No, okay, anyway. Uh, no, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, let's get serious. Uh, no, but, so he was an NFL player for, uh, I think, three seasons. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. He didn't either. Um, oh. and then, <laughs> uh, then from there, he went on the star in a couple of different roles. So he was in White Chicks. Yeah, he was everybody in, hates Chris. He was the dad, the cheap-ass father. Yeah, like yeah. a 29 cents energy print. Yeah, like, he used to I, drive like mail and shit. Yeah, uh, he was in, uh, he started his own TV show. I think it was The Cruises. Calm, calm, calm. He, he, did, he did stuff. He's in, uh, uh, yeah, I love that show. Uh, um, and then what's the, the most recent one that we're going to talk about today? What show is it? He's, in, he's a host of um, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Um, um, yeah, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so in 2017, 2016, in 2016, uh, Terry Crews was at a party and he allegedly was groped by a music uh, by a studio exec, um, so, aka an old white man with money. Yes, yes, uh, OWGs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Old white guy. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god. yeah. Uh, OWG. OWGs, love. <laughs> um, so uh, that was a really. Big thing for him. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yeah, so like that was super. That was right around the Me Too movement when he came out with it in 2017. The Me Too, Me Too, Me Too. Yeah, Me Too. Man, I mean, Terry Crews is like six three, six four, like at least three hundred pounds. Calm two eighty. Yeah, like he's he's big. So like, like I me. mean, can you imagine, bro? Like me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, six two. Yeah. Saying two fifty. Yeah. Muscle. He looks just like that, right? I look yeah, like. Yeah, just like Terry Crews. <laughs> but the the thing that the thing that was really 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 crazy about the situation is Gabrielle Union was one of the first people to step out and like speak on um Terry's behalf and basically yeah. like just trying to defend his name and his honor because in a in a time like this you know he his money could have easily been played with he could have been blacklisted you know it was a very big risk trying to expose. An OAG like that. Old white guy, you know what I'm Can we do that? OAG? OAG. I'm down. Where's the A go? Listen, don't, don't worry about the A. Hey, I was wondering. I was like, old white. Hey, 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 hey. Old white. Ancient guy. Ancient guy. Ain't shit. Oh. Ain't shit. One word. <laughs> so, 
And now, with the situation that's happening now, Gabrielle Union was recently fired from that same show, and it was bad because, well, she allegedly she's speaking up and saying that she believes there was some racism and some foul play in that. And Terry did not match that same energy. No. No, no, no. He did not KTSE at all. In fact, what he did was uh, ride... like some... Some you can do the acronym. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that same energy. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they got a big dog for us. Forgive me. <laughs> so, instead of riding for his real dog, he decided to save his bread and say, you know, honestly, I feel like America's Got Talent is a wonderful show. I've never had any bad experiences. So, I want you guys to speak up and tell me how you feel about that. I mean, it's kind of conflicting because on one on one hand yeah she wrote for you back in 2016 so you should kind of like stand by her while she's going through it Mm -hmm. but it's also like what if he genuinely didn't have the experience that she did Mm -hmm. the key thing is that he never invalidated her experience when it happened Mm -hmm. like at the end of it like if you look at his message i looked this up right before we started Mm -hmm. when talking about sexism the first thing that he said was like I personally haven't felt this because uh, I'm not a woman. What did he say, bro? He but said, he, yeah. Yeah, but he also was like, dang, I'm sorry. I can't even find it right now. But he also was like, if it happened to you, then we're going to, the first thing we're going to do is believe women. Yeah. yeah. So he never was like, oh, just because it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to you. Yeah. So I think that's very important to keep in mind. Yeah. But the thing was, like, no one, everyone on the show apparently agreed they weren't going to speak about it until after an investigation was done. And then he just made that badass comment. Yeah, that's why, like, it's just like, why would you even... Why would you say anything? <laughs> if you yeah. weren't going to sit here and stand for her, what was the point of saying anything? Yeah, because I don't get, like, the point of what he was trying to do there. Yeah. Like... Make the show look better, I guess. Maybe try to save his coin. I don't know. I think in situations like that, like, maybe in a sense he was trying to go for neutrality, but with when things like this happen, there is no neutral point. Like, nobody will ever accept a neutral point. Like, either you're with it or you're not. Mm-hmm. And Terry Crews has been in a lot of things where I think he was just trying to be like, mm-hmm. if it happened, I ain't see nothing. Mm-hmm. But, like... I'm not going to say it happened to me because it didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. So here he is trying to, like, put himself in a safe space. And by trying to make himself safe, he, it feels like he invalidated her experience and made it worse. And now everybody's coming at him. Like he kind of threw her under the bus. Yeah. It's funny though, because as far as, like, I'm always the person that believes that everyone should state their honest truth. And like, I'm not even mad at him for speaking up and saying whatever he said about the show. I just felt like it was unnecessary as far as like, you're, you know that this person was a key factor and your voice being heard back in the day. If you didn't want to ride, you could have just stepped aside. Nice. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to push a narrative that was anything other than her, her voice. You know, there's always issues with, I feel as though women not being heard to the full capacity that they want to be heard in. And it's because of, I think, situations like this where it take a strong, you know what I'm saying, black man to <laughs> stand beside and say listen i i'm not i'm not sure what's going on but like hey that's my sh- that's my girl and like you're not about to play with her you know what i mean yeah. and i'm not saying or oh, well now i want to ask do you guys think he was wrong for saying something i feel like i mean it was established that nothing should be said until they conducted their investigation mm. so why say anything it was it was just I feel like he should have just not said anything. Even if he was asked? Like, if he was asked I don't know, like dodge the question. Like you've been in showbiz for a while. Like fact. you should know how mm. to dodge questions. Mm. Like he shouldn't have said anything about it, in my opinion. Yeah, he should have been like one of those Patriots players, just be like <laughs> in the Aaron Hernandez Netflix thing. Uh, Tim Tebow, he loved that shit. He said, I was advised not to say anything, and I know you have a job here, but I also have to follow the rules of my job, so yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Like, that's the, <laughs> just like, I'm not doing it. Like, leave yeah. me alone. I'm so sorry. Cool. Yeah. Um, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, no, no. Um, his statement is kind of like when there's a trial going on, and they tell the jury, like, don't look up anything like be as impartial as you can be yeah and it's dangerous there because he spoke 
he created an opinion. Yeah. Now, no matter what, everybody will have a certain opinion. Mm-hmm. And the opinion is that this didn't happen to Terry Crews, so this might not have happened to her. Yeah. No matter what. So, his, I, like, I like Terry Crews, honestly. Like, the person that he is, he has a tendency, like, he'll stick up for people, even, like, standing up for the Me Too movement. People were clowning him. To be a big black man and to get uh, sexually assaulted or sexual misconduct against you, like, people were like, you could have fought him, you could have done something. Man still stood up and was like, this is what happened to me, and this is what's happening to other people, and it's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. So, I think we all have the tendency to, like, try and say what we think is best when we we fumble. And in this instance, he just fumbled. I want to also say, my fear with this whole thing is the feelings of of uh, invalidation mm-hmm. that Gabrielle must be feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know that anybody wants to feel validated when they speak on an issue that they have, when they speak on a problem that they faced. If they were, if something ill were to happen to me, I know that if I spoke up, I would want my friends to stick up for me. You know, and my biggest fear with Terry here, and you know. You know, you know how, you know, black culture is here in the United States. Everything is canceled. In two seconds, you'll be canceled, you know? So my fear with this guy being quote-unquote canceled, because anytime you do anything that is against the norm in this country, you'll be canceled, you know? But um, my fear is just the feelings of invalidation that she may be feeling right now. And even if he does reach out mm. privately... It's wrong. It's still, like, wrong. And... You know, in show business, I, I see a lot that, like, people, if if they fold publicly, then the person wants the apology publicly as well, you know? It's very, and, and it's bad because we're all in their business. We're all coming at him. People on Twitter are dogging this man, calling him out of his name. Nobody knows him. Nobody would even say it to his face. The guy is bigger than both of your parents combined, and you want to sit here and disrespect his name. But at the same time, like, it's just something where my fear goes to Gabrielle and how she feels right now, the invalidation that she may be feeling. Yeah. That's my biggest fear with the whole thing. You guys have any comments on that? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I really just, when you read the story, all I could think about is, like, why are you even talking? What the hell did like? Yeah, like, what, what yeah. were you... Because, like, he, he has a... He's the only other prominent black cast member on, on that show. show. Yeah, like, there's probably other people that are involved uh, and... Like, the people in the back, too, the producers, the makeup, studio, things like that. But, man, like, if if you if she's really, like, if she got fired, even if it's allegedly. Like, I mean, maybe it didn't happen, but it it's happened for every black person in some scenario mm. where you've been invalidated because of your race. Mm. And to really just come out and say that. And then even, not even it think of the repercussions. Like a, it seems like a... Nah, I sure you tripping. Yeah, for real. That's not how he said it. Like, yeah. like obviously he nah, said it was like... Nah, she tripping. Yeah, like, like nah, she's straight. Like, like, this never happened to me, so yeah. I don't know. And that's such a dumb reason to ever stand out against something. Or speak on something. You know, I was never shot before, so, like, that murder didn't... Right, like, like I, I mean, obviously it's not that crazy, but it's also... I don't know, just, just shut up sometimes. There's, yeah. there's nothing more painful than, like, being vulnerable about your truth. Mm-hmm. Have somebody who basically just like ah, somebody keep like, you while you're like exactly, so yeah. no, if you don't, you know, and it's exactly. like damn. on national TV, national TV, yeah, it's Maybe just has a lot of respect too. So like, yeah, yeah. he worked for that too, like yeah. Old Spice, but um, yeah, so. That was a question that I have. I have another question for you guys. Um, so do black men have the responsibility to come to the rescue of black women that they don't know personally? Oh, I'm ready for this. Oh, okay. word, you been ready? Okay. Well, think... Wait, gunshots, gunshots. <laughs> I think that nobody really has us like we have us. Yeah. Like, nobody can really know my experiences and the people who look like me and have had the same similar experiences. Mm. No matter what happens, I'm going to give birth to a black son if I have a son. Like, yep. he's going to be black no matter what. Yep. So a majority of, like, black men have black mothers, right? Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody clowning your mom or, like, any black woman, it's like, 
one thing that I really hate, and I think I'm just jumping at this, is like, I hate when I see like, you see it in London a lot too, like dark-skinned black men being like, oh, she's dark-skinned and she's ugly. Bro, what? <laughs> Look in the mirror, you yo. You like, <laughs> like, Honestly. you're talking about your mom, bro. Exactly. So, yeah. is those instances, like, maybe you don't have the obligation, but we're in this together. Yeah. And if you really see somebody struggling, and you don't, like, and your morals aren't kicking in to the point where you're like, let me help her, or let me help him, I think... I think that's a problem with your morals in general. And, and to, to, to really quickly uh, carry off of what Nana just said, I think it's very important to realize, and by no way, shape, or form are we saying, you know, when you're black, you have to be with a black woman, or you have to only honor black women. You can have your opinion. You can do whatever you want. You know, float your boat however you want to. But at the same time, know where you come from. Yeah. You know, it's an obligation to defend your ancestors because at the end of the day, those are the ones that made you who you are today. And I'm not telling you to be the biggest prophet. I'm not telling you to be the biggest activist. None yeah. of that. But, any yeah. Yeah. No Malcolm X, bro. Let's be straight. Yeah, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it will execute your shit. <laughs> it will take you the fuck out. Like, easy, pronto. But it's very important to realize that at the end of the day, that's, that's it! it. A drinking contest, bro. If Abdul, if Abdul says quick, uh, so before the episode started, we were trying to figure out the term that Abdul says in every single episode, and we almost couldn't get it, and we found it. Okay, so at the end of the day, if you hear Abdul say it just once, just stop. get out a bottle of Bacardi right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little Henny, you know, you straight. Hey. I'm screaming. No, so. you're saying. At the yeah. end of the day. At the end of the day, uh, honor what you know and. Uh, what you know is you. That's all I have to say on that. So, uh, Priscilla, do you have anything to say? You do you want me to repeat the question? No, I feel like in the I I, I agree with both of you, and I'm just gonna like kind of add on to. I feel like in the media, when someone does something and they're black, they're not just dumb. Yeah. They're that black you're woman. Whole, uh-huh. you yeah, represent everything. And you represent the whole community too. Exactly. So I feel like we kind of have that obligation to ourselves to have each other's backs. Exactly. Like. Because uh, we really get beat down on, uh-huh. like, in the since the dawn of time. Like, mm-hmm. black people have had, like, a huge-ass targets on our back. Mm-hmm. So, if we're fighting amongst each other, like, who's really who's really winning? Because we like, really be coming at each other, too. For no reason. Yeah, like, crabs in a barrel, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was in high school, freshman, sophomore year, telling shorties, yeah, I don't like black girls. Because, <laughs> oh, like, my real? God. I was anybody, yo. Oh You're plenty. I don't like I'm telling you, bro. Oh wow. I don't like black girls. List literally. I don't like black girls because they're stressful, they're rude, and they're loud. Doing <laughs> anything, saying anything because I saw it on TV. You I'm know what I mean? What? And like <laughs> obviously crazy. now, if you're an Edomite, don't speak to me. Oh I'm putting pl- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing, I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, you really, you be, you be doing what you do. <laughs> 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 black queen, watch out. Black is very <laughs> the juice. <laughs> no, but, like, bro, honestly, like, the, the piggyback off of that, like, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know how to put this, but, like, I grew up, something about the way I grew up and the way I was raised and people I grew up around, I was just always surrounded by white people. So, yeah. a lot of the people I've been with, a lot of the people I've dated, have been white women. Niggas are always trying to come at me and say, James, I bet you don't even like black women. Like, someone's... Not... Yeah. not Black people don't say it to me. It's always other races. Yeah. People that, that, I guess, enjoy... And this is something we can talk about some other time. Nigga, you'd be letting them live after that. What? Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to... let the fuck out of them. Yeah, it's true. Like, I, I just be looking at them like, I'm not talking to you again. Yeah, you're just... <laughs> I just cut people off completely now. Yeah, like, like, if they say anything like that... Yeah, I don't have any friends besides, like... I had two friends that have said anything like that to me, ever. And you, like, allowed them to... Oh, yeah, I know who they are, and they know who they are. We talk about it. So and, it will never happen again. You know, it, it, and there's one person that happens consistently. Oh, who? Uh, we don't have to do this. Oh, yeah, I know no, this person. No, no, you might have, actually. But, like, it's just I've known them for... Since I was young, young. I need to relax. I got a question. Yeah. Do you ever have black women coming at you for that? No. Oh, wait, yeah, once. The, this summer, actually. Oh. So this summer, I was, I was working in a different state. And I had a friend come out and visit me, and oh, oh god, 
Man, I got my ass tore oh, up. Oh, God. <laughs> they, they, it was bad. So, like, they, they, um, I was at, like, at my job. Like, every day people were, like, coming at me for that. They're like, oh, I see you and your it's white It's a queen. white girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, like. Because um, you got to. I'm not gonna uh, speak on the place that he was Googling. Oh, fuck. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Bro, it's too late. Now. It's straight though. Like, what the fuck is that? I was trying to say it. No, what the fuck? Yo! That does not make any sense. I was literally trying to say internship, and y'all didn't hear nothing. No, but like, I mean, that happened, and it was fun, and I really, I really enjoyed it. And like, it wasn't even like, like we were, we aren't in a relationship. Like it was, yeah. like he came out to visit me. Right. Like we had, we went hiking and shit. Yeah. So like, oh, that's cute. He fucked around and, and risked lupus. Yes. No, no, what's the one with the ticks? It's not lupus. Why? I was hiking. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I was hiking. <laughs> Bro, I was camping before she came, bro. She <laughs> was camping. You was risking a uh, Lyme disease, bro, for an Edomite. Yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, you want you want to be right now. Listen, listen, listen. But like that was something that that was my first time really experiencing that, and I was like, I didn't really know what to do, how to react, because I mean, you like, just got, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was. Just, <laughs> you just gotta eat that shit. Bro, I, like, you just I, gotta, every uh, single day, I was like, ah, like, like, but, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to come at you? Am I supposed to like? Cause that just that just validates. Talk like, about the demographic of the people that are coming at you though at the Google internship. All black women. And they're t- listen, they're Dang. top of the top. Google is not sweet, like you know what I mean. You have to be you know, saying something to. You're not blast every like. Oh, they, I'm not blasting. Like they were like, yeah, yeah, like I mean, saying, they like, were. I don't think it was doing. They were doing it out of hatred. But like the thing is, like imagine like like I mean, as Adul was saying, like to work at a place like Google, um, usually you have to do really well. Successful people usually work there. Mm-hmm. And like for a black man to be there, and to be there, there's like people like black men don't last at tech companies. Totally, like we do not last. We drop, we get there at the lowest rate, and we drop out at the fastest rate. So for for there to be a black man, I was the only black man and in my cohort, surrounded by surrounded by a black woman in a mostly white area, and for me to to have a white friend come out and see me, and then then to see it like that, then it it pushes this narrative of. Uh, which is not true. Like eighty-one percent of black men marry black marry black women. Like it's not. You know, like because it's. You should stop playing with me. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> there dancing and shit. And like, I mean, I don't know where I'm gonna end up, who I'm gonna end up being with, but I definitely like it's. Like, they all dog you every day, <laughs> bro. I'm not even saying she gotta be Sierra Leonean, bro. Because we I, last week, we man, the food. I need the food in my life. I'm saying I cannot eat bad jollof rice for us. I need. The, I'm gonna cook myself anyway, but still, Flex. like, but. It's just, it's, I mean, if we're just being honest, but like, if we're, like, if I'm just being very honest, that really hurt me. And I understand why it happened, so I didn't know how to respond to it, because it was like, it's two, like, two dual things going on in my mind. But I don't even remember what we were talking about. Why did it hurt you? Why did it hurt me? Why did it hurt you? Because it, it just felt like, like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, because when I would say those things, when I'd be on some, yeah, White women are the best. Huzzah! Like, <laughs> I was saying, you really put I was really cake. an ambassador for white men. You were really about to save them. You're not going to dab me up, bro? Oh, well, they... That's crazy. <laughs> so, when I was, you know, the top ambassador for Edomite.com... Oh, my God. Stop saying shit. <laughs> Please. Please. Oh, my God. My fault, my fault, my fault. <laughs> bro, he was really young. <laughs> when, I was, when I was the top ambassador for that, it's like... I remember it wasn't even like a vexation from the girls. They would just be disappointed. Like, look at you. Like, why are you saying such negative things about your people? Your mom is black. And I remember the first time somebody said some shit like that to me. It really hit me. Mm-hmm. It was a. It was like a stomach punch. Like I said, Ooh, like, oh damn, she is. Like, yeah, what that, am I doing? You that's self hatred. I mean? Yeah, that's literally self hatred. And I, and when I think back on it, I hated myself. I did. Like, I, I. It was. It was deeper than me. Just thinking white women were precious jewels of the earth. Bro, that's the thing. You know like, and, uh, and like, like, the thing is, like, if you're, when you're surrounded by people that aren't, like, I'm not saying, like, diversity isn't important. Because obviously, I definitely, when I have, a lot of my friends are white. Most, like, I think. Most like, of your friends. Yeah, most of my friends are probably white, honestly. Like, I hang out with a lot of white people. And, I mean, it's just a reality in my life. Mm-hmm. But, if you're around just white people, or you're around just white culture, which encapsulates a lot of 
Indian, Asian, and Hispanic and Black culture. They they, they pull from everything. They pull, but they hate that culture. Because there's just time. yeah, I mean that's a whole other thing. But it's there's just like this giant blanket. It 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 just creates self safe self hatred. Like we we're you just talking they about. Are? They're like they're like harvesters. They're I don't want, we don't have to do this. We're not thinking. Like, you don't have to, yeah. Yeah. Bro, you really are. You, hey, no, I'm just you saying, went like, all the way. Went no, I'm not even trying to diss anybody, and, and I don't want anyone to take If you're taking offense, you really need to reevaluate yourself, in hey. my opinion. No, no, no seriously, I'm going to be straight up here, right? The white culture is a culture that definitely harvests from every other culture around. This is not a disrespectful thing that I'm saying, right? Yeah, but we all do that, though. Right, we all do that, right? Yeah. But I mean, not the same level. I was about to say, yeah. I, oh, it's not even close, our culture is very unique. Yeah, but yeah, we, we be creating we're shit. trendsetters, we honestly. And and but it's crazy, right? Um, I used to hang out with a lot of white people, yeah. and and I have no issue with white people, right? But I used to hang out with a lot, a lot of white people, and subconsciously, it taught me to not like myself. Yeah, I'm telling you, like the comments that would be made. The things that would be said, I'm telling Something you, like small saying, like, "Oh, we're in the ghetto when you're somewhere poor." Yeah, like oh, it's okay. little subliminal things like that, and they don't know any better. They don't even know. They don't know that they're being, you know, yeah. or contributing to to me not quote unquote liking myself yeah, or where I'm from. The you microaggressions. Know? Uh, yeah, the microaggressions and everything like that. So I really do. Ah, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. I really do forget where I was going with this. Yeah. I just felt like I was making a point as far as trying to. To <laughs> help me, James. <laughs> help me, James. Start Millie Rock. Millie off. No, I was just basically trying to like say like it really is a thing like, and it's not, and it's not because someone speaks on the truth that it should be taken negatively, right? So if I make a comment like you know saying they harvest cultures, like obviously I can say it in a better way, but it definitely is facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> It definitely is fine. Basically, he's saying to translate, fuck your feelings. Uh, but we said that in the first. Podcast. Yeah, we said it, but I think it's good to reiterate every five minutes. Yeah, we got, I guess, I guess so. Um, <laughs> have y'all both dated both white and black women? Yeah. Yes. What's the difference? Whoa. The difference? What? No, I want to oh, know. We're, What's we're, the difference? I mean, they're people. So I mean, like, all right, there's general overarching trends that we will get into, but just before we get into this, because this is a dangerous topic. Uh, let's have an they, ad. Let's have an ad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a short pause for the ad. <laughs> so after that short break, you know, talking about the Anchor app, uh, uh, subscribe to the Anchor app. Uh, download. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Priscilla, repeat the question. That you're... <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Hit that motherfucking like. Hit that motherfucking like button. Go ahead, uh, Priscilla. Ask your question again. So I asked to very fine gentlemen. Oh, if- really? Wow, thank no, you. Yeah. I met Priscilla today, so that really, you know. I'm going to get you. Yeah, hey, you get you. You you. You I'm screaming, I'm screaming. Ask these two men if they both. Wow, we lost it? Oh, it's true. No, no, y'all still got it. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. If they both dated both white and black women, and if they seem like an overarching like difference, not like in like specific personalities of yeah, people, yeah. like in like culture and like the way they relate. I got first. Okay, go first. Go first. I will say first, like these are not overgeneralizations. I think that's very important. Man, both these segments. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay. Like, uh, just talk about your personal experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, personal. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, so um, if you if you if it's you, hey, like please. No, but white women saying? white women don't challenge me. Oh, not like no no. Thank no, you. No 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 no. Thank you. Like if Thank I you. if I do something. Thank you. If I do something wrong, they will never say it to my face. Oh they my will, god. They will tell my friends about it. They will tell. They I will just talk, don't know why you. Would, yeah. I can do that. I'll hear about it eventually. Oh. They will mention it slowly to me. But it would take months for me to ever hear it and fully discuss and for us to get over it, if we ever do. But mm. black women, still don't fuck. They what? will shout like, <laughs> cause like they'll look me in my face and they'll be like, like the moment it happens or at least the day. Yeah, for real, like, <laughs> pussy stop. <laughs> like there's no like there's no there's no bullshit, which I do appreciate. I know that that kind of pushes a narrative of like angry black women. Yes. And I know like I really don't mean it in that sense. 
Mm. But I just in my experience, like it just, and I I appreciate that because it's something I really do hate is when people don't tell me, like I hate guessing, especially yeah. when I do something wrong. I hate not knowing that it was wrong or whether it was right, mm. and like because things are subjective, obviously. But that shit irks me so much, and I do appreciate that. So you appreciate the communication and the firmness of the communication. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if it's communication because it's still done in a different way, mm-hmm. like. Like, both of those are the same emotion. It's still anger and some other stuff, depending on what the action is. But they, the way it's handled is different. One's, like, very, I will talk to it eventually, or I will push it aside, and it's going to bubble up and come out. Or one is just immediately, we're going to deal with this. And how that response goes is very different, depending on personality. But, yeah. What about you, though? Gunshot. What? Gunshot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, um, for me personally, uh, the difference between dating a white woman and dating, uh, I've never, I've never dated a black American woman. I, I, I don't even need to do that. Yeah, I'll just say black woman. No problem. What, you have? No, I don't think so. That's good. No. You're all African. Okay. So... You just, there's a different energy, right? I always said, with my experience in dating a white girl. Wait, one, one, one quick second. Yeah. So, dating isn't exactly the term I'm looking for here. Oh, just talking to you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, my, yeah. Fault, my yeah. fault. My fault. <laughs> but so, we have not been booed up. Like, yeah, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, talking to. <laughs> I mean, we kissed once or twice. Um,. My experience was that, you know, for me personally, I just couldn't get um, the the person that I was talking to, the white girl that I was talking to, to understand me or communicate to me. It was a lot of me trying to guess what the emotions were. I remember I would ask, I would ask questions that I knew were uncomfortable to see if she would comment on them at an extent. I used to ask were questions. Were you quizzing her? No. So it wasn't a quiz. I would I would make like I would make statements about police or I would ask about like, you know, yeah. things like that. And like I remember specifically I asked a specific question of like, yeah, well I just got pulled over and like it really sucks. Like it's hard to be, you know, black. And I told her, I was like, it's really hard to be black. Like I feel like I feel like the world is against me sometimes. The only thing this girl could say to me was like I know it really sucks, babe. I'm sorry. It's like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's like a damn, that's crazy. I'll steal you. Like, what's question, up with you? <laughs> my question is, what response would you have? Yeah, that was what my response first. What response would I prefer? If I say the same thing to, let me not even say African, a black woman, they're not only going to tell me it's okay, they're going to encourage me to not feel like the world is against me. Or even if the world is against me, if everyone else is against me, I'm for you. Then you know what I mean? I don't care, right? How am I a white woman? I'm not. But how am I how is a <laughs> oh, white woman? Not now, him. I was like, wait, I don't know. I don't know. If it's I'm a black face. Woman, how am I supposed to tell you, like, babe, it's gonna be okay? Like, I feel like, in a sense, like, it's also the fear of, like, if I tell you that, then you're gonna think that I'm yeah. invalidating your experience. Exactly. In a way, I don't know if any answer would have been preferable to you. Because if I was to say, we're going to be all right, like, you'd be like, you don't get the fuck off of me, bro. Like, we're not going to be all right. I'm in this. Yeah. And you're, like, you're with me occasionally, like you're but I'm not <laughs> all the time. Like, yeah, this is a choice for you. It's a mm. choice. It's an option. This mm. blackness stays on no matter what. Mm. So what response was she supposed to give you that you were about to be like, ah, yes. <laughs> you're fantastic. Like, what were you going to expect? Something else. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, I definitely, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I never thought of it like that. So thank you for that. But I also do feel, I still felt like an emptiness as far as communication. I still felt a longing to try to be understood. And I just felt like I was never understood. Do you think you know? it was her fault? I don't think it was completely her fault. I think everything is two-sided. You mm-hmm. know, I think everything is two-sided. And I also think the personality that I have specifically, I just don't know if any white girl would be able to take that. Like, I'm laughing because you said completely her fault. So there was like... I said completely her fault? He said, I don't think it was completely her fault. So he was like... Yeah, she definitely had a part to play in it. Okay. She was very timid. <laughs> And that's a trend that I've seen in, you know what I'm saying, Edomites. I it's said, okay, I mean, it's okay, it's I'm okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. 
she was just timid when it came to like reassurance or timid when it came to showing emotion. Maybe it was just her specifically. Maybe it was really just her specifically. Maybe there are, you know I'm saying, people out there that can, uh, you know, love, you know, on that capacity or show emotions on that capacity. Maybe she just wasn't, you know I'm saying, the right uh, kernel of the corn. You and, know what I'm saying? And, and to be honest, when, <laughs> when we're talking about like, uh, being upfront and honest with people and communication styles. The thing is, like, people can do that in different settings, but not mm. everyone can do it all the time. Yeah. Mm. So, like, there are people I know that are really upfront and honest in the business world, and they can tell you anything they're thinking during a meeting. But when it's, like, emotional and it's about, like, being able to say your feelings, that's too much for them. Mm. And, like, it just depends on what you're used to. So, if, I don't know, like, it's not like something I'm trying to get across, but it's just basically like, oh, people, people are different. And even though we're talking about this and we're doing generalizations, this is kind of, this is a, this is for fun. Like, it's not like, seriously, you're going to find the person you want to find. Yeah. Everyone. And they don't got to be your race. You can definitely, I'm saying, if you guys, you two Ghanaian queens here, if you find yourself the beautiful Edomite man that can support you. I ain't got to be Edomite, bro. <laughs> Please, stop saying that. Word. I ain't got to be Edomite. <laughs> Yo, change. Oh. Change the drinking game to whatever Abdul says. Eat Eat my bro, you did. They took, didn't took like eight shots. Yeah, now it's a wrap now. You gotta I'm, go back. I'm screaming. If you find yourself, you know, a nice man that you know isn't Ghanaian or isn't African or isn't you know Hispanic or isn't white or you know or is what any of those things you know you find yourself a nice man from Gujarat you know. I <laughs> shout out to Neil. You know what I'm saying, yeah. but um, Mumbai King. Mumbai King. <laughs> I was screaming, but damn, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh my god! If you find yourself a man, yeah. If you find yourself a man, kudos to y'all. Like at the end of the day, find the person that your personality and you feel more uh, most comfortable with. You feel most happy with. You feel most complete with. Because at that, like, oh, at the end of the day, I said it twice now. But when you get to honey. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Bacardi. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, give me three years. So We're about to be on that shit, bro. What? But, um... Talking about nothing. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, they going to be here just clink, clink, <laughs> ice and shit? I'm screaming. But, you, like, at the end of the day, when you're going through that struggle of life with your partner, you're not going to really care about the culture. You're going to care about who makes you feel the most happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... F all the uh, Edomite jokes I'm making, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, oh my God, this is so cringy. You just need to really find what makes you happy and uh, keep with that. I'm going to shift the conversation. Um, I want to talk about colorism in Africa. So I want to, and it again, it's not going to be in Africa because, I mean, you, uh, Priscilla, you were born in Ghana. Nana, you were born here, right? You were born in Ghana, but okay. you came. Oh, it's not disrespectful. Okay, it's a mistake. Okay. <laughs> you came at a really ride. Right? But I've gone back, like, I feel like I've gone back enough times to really feel like that place is. That's, I know it's your home. Hey, nobody discredited that. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Nah, nah. No, I'm kidding. But, um, so you both were born in Ghana. You guys have a strong connection with your backgrounds. Me and James were not born in Sierra Leone. We don't have the strongest. James just came back, so he has a stronger uh, Maybe connection. Maybe you can speak the language. How can you do that? Uh, it's, I can speak the language. I've never spoken to any <laughs> But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've touched soil, I haven't. Yeah. So that's what I mean by that. So what is colorism like? I don't know, even know if colorism is a term. But like, how is it in, in Ghana? You know, how is it as far as like, most of the people there are going to be black, obviously. You know, there's probably, you know, a few sprinkle of, you know, whites, Indians, Asians, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what is it like, you know, light skin versus dark skin, blah, blah, blah. Like, talk to me about that. What do you guys have to say? Oh, it's interesting in Ghana. Because, like you said, it's all, like, dark skin. It's mostly dark skin, black people. That's that's the norm. That's what we see. So when we see, like, a, like a, like a cute little outlier... It's like whoa. It's like light skin. Like light skin is so that I I came here when I was thirteen, so I grew up in Ghana. Light skin is so being light skin is so Shout like out. yeah, it's so valued in Ghana, bro. It's it's kind of it's kind of baffling. So I have two sisters. I'm the middle child, and they're both lighter than me. 
they're both um lighter than me i'm the darkest out of everyone and like growing up i would hear like yo why are you dark skinned like where'd you get this dark skin from your mommy and dad aren't that dark so why are you so damn dark and it's like oh um, like, like the sun like i don't know and like when you hear that for so long like growing up it really messes with you it's like damn like i really cannot control this and i think that's also could be why like there's such an influx of like bleaching in africa because mm. people are so they're pressed to be they're so pressed yeah. and billion dollar like and like the fact that you really put yourself your skin at risk just so you can look a couple lighter. of shades lighter like Insane. lose cool. the melanin that everyone in this world so desperately wants and now yeah is that the kardashian yeah <laughs> And no, I'm telling you, like, being dark-skinned, I don't even, I don't even want to say it's, like, a wave, but, like, it's like, oh, my, my chocolate queen, you so yeah, damn yo, chocolatey, yeah. like, yeah. it's, it's, it's <laughs> But it became a wave when we became adults. True. <laughs> because I, yeah. I was fried for being dark-skinned back in the, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was just come right. What? Hutu yeah. warrior, hashtag Tootsie, like, what? Everything. I have cool, like Kunta Kinte. Like, yeah, what? Like, what? Niggas were clicking me. <laughs> like, yo, the clicking used to make me oh, so they used to mad. I'm not from South Africa! Like, I used to get so tight. Bro, I used to get so tight. I used to act like I couldn't hear, bro. I was not minding them at all. I just gave up, because like, things like, I can't fight all y'all. Like, what am I gonna do? Because, like, it'd be like, it'd be like five niggas, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I just learned how to fry. Man. That was, that was my. I wish I was bitch mean, man. I had to like, learn to defend myself verbally. Like I couldn't allow, I couldn't go out like that. Personally, for me, I feel like with the aspect of colorism comes also texturism, where like mm. as in like the texture of your hair. Mm. So I remember like I used to relax my hair when I was younger, and in the the idea was like it was just easier to take care of, basically. And I remember. Like, I will never forget, they had these boxes for the relaxer, and this girl had, like, long, straight hair, and I used to be like, yo, once my hair grows, it's over for y'all, like, <laughs> this y'all's about to be silky, mm-hmm. like, but then, it's just like, I, I literally remember, I went to Ghana one time, and I went to go relax my hair, and I went to do that salon, and that was the biggest mistake, because sis burnt my hair, like, scarred, like, I had, like, burnt all over my scalp and everything and i remember looking at myself in the mirror and i was like ew (laughs) i was not feeling it and that was the day literally it was like a day in august like three 2016 some day in august i was like i'm about to cut my hair i don't know when i'm about to do it but it's not about to be like this forever Mm -hmm. And I remember my junior year, like, it was the Saturday right after the SAT. I went downstairs. I gave my mom a pair of scissors, and I was like, it's time to go. We're about to do this. And I remember because we sat in the my living room, and my dad was there, and he was watching. He just got up, and he walked away. And my little sister was like, your hair, it's so beautiful. Don't cut it. I was like, this sounds ugly, bro. It's about to go. Like, it was just like. It, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel like... I, I felt for so long that it was like a part of me that I, I felt like I had to portray to feel more valid or more authentic. I don't know how to describe it. It was like... I felt that if I had like straight hair or like really curly hair, like I have 4C hair basically. So like if I had like 3A, I don't know. You got to look it up on Google if you don't really know what that looks like. But I felt like if I had that, then I'd be more beautiful. I'd be more pretty. And it got to a point where, like, I hit high school and I was like, this is what I have. And I might as well rock, rock with it, bro. Mm-hmm. I started wearing African stuff to school all the time. Oh like, gosh. I was balling. Like, kente bags. I used to give people necklaces. Like, I was the hookup if you really wanted something African. And I feel like I'm just going on a tangent here. But, like, it's fine. It's fine. Colorism and texturism, it it affects young girls that, like, really easily in the sense of, like, who do you see on TV? Yeah. And who do you see on the boxes of, like, the relaxer bottle? And who's really looking good now? Because yeah. when I think about it, I can't think of that many dark-skinned actresses my age. Mm. Can you, Priscilla? I mean, there's a lot. 
there's like the girl from Jesse. She's like seventeen. She's not. Oh, that's Sky Jesse. Yeah, Sky. I'm, I'm even thinking like twenty high key. I know you, y'all team. Okay. <laughs> but like, know, yeah. For example, Zendaya, bro. Like, I used to be like, if I was Zendaya, nobody could talk I to me. I wanted to be Zendaya. I wanted to be so Zendaya bad. so bad. But why? So bad. Why you want to be Zendaya? Zendaya is so like model. She, okay. I had this thing where I was like, if I was light-skinned with green eyes, I don't know where the hell that came up from, but I was like, if I was that, nobody could talk to me. Yeah, I want I want I want hazel eyes. I want to think of Bro, hazel exactly. Like, I, I want my skin, but I want hazel eyes. Came from. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if like, it was like taking the blackness and taking like step backs from it, basically. And it didn't like I didn't my eyes weren't even open to it until like high school where I was like it's a bit much. Anybody can jump in because I feel like I'm really dominant. No, no, you, <laughs> you really wrapped it. Go ahead. <laughs> Man, like this was boring. I would have said something by now. Like, <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like if you really want to like so I, I, I grew my hair out. Uh, starting, I don't know when, oh, Charles Campino got on, and, like, he didn't cut his hair for so long, Fresh. and that was the first time I saw myself, and I saw Jay-Z, too, and I was, like, like, at the end of high school, I was, like, what is going on, like, why is our hair out like this, because my entire, life, everyone told me, you cannot grow your hair out, you have to comb it, it has to look a certain way, you need waves, you need it to be cut low, so, like, I always did that. I had a weight cap on. I was always brushing my shit. And eventually, I, like, I, I never, I didn't like the look on me. But I did it because people said they liked it. And I used to always hate when people, I just hated my waves. Because eventually I got them and I didn't want them. So, like, a very similar experience. Obviously, not as much culture behind it. Like, definitely not as much history. And then eventually, like, I got to high school and I just grew my shit out. And then things started popping off for me, like, in the business world. And I let people convince me that, like, my hair just being out. Was bad. Yeah, was gonna was gonna discriminate. Was gonna push me away from opportunities. Mm-hmm. Even though in the back of my mind, I, I should have known this. I got multiple internships with my hair just being out. Like I didn't even comb my shit. Like I would wash it. Obviously, I like <laughs> moisturized it. But like I let it grow and like my and it would just it was just nappy. But I loved it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like knotting up, but not in like in a bad way. I just loved the look. But everyone, black people, white people, everyone would always tell me like. You might want to cut that. You might want to comb it out here. That's not the way it's supposed to look. And I, I, I let them convince me. I cut it all up. And I regret that decision as soon as I got it done. And at the time I was dating the girl. And she, I came back and she was like, why did you do that? She was like, why did you let them do that to you? And I really couldn't explain to her why. Like, um, What was the race? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She was, she was she, nice. She, oh, okay. What was the race? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> No, but, like, for real, and then, like, that harkens back to the conversation we had earlier when I was just saying, like, I cut off everyone that doesn't, that would say something like that to me. Mm-hmm. And I still have friends that would, like, maybe say something, like, kind of as a joke. Yeah. But anyone that really thought they were on that could tell me what to do like that, we don't talk. Mm-hmm. And it's on purpose. And I want you to know that. Oh, um, oh. No, no. <laughs> 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 no, but, like, for real, like, so I started growing my hair out again. And, like, right around, I think, March. And I think when I got the Google internship, I really looked at myself and I was like, who am I fucking playing for anymore? Because, like, like what, what's he, the... He's there. Like, no, not even that. Like, what's the point? Because, like, I was thinking to myself, like, I have to do these steps. You know, you have to follow mm-hmm. certain things in college. I get this internship. I go to this school. I get my graduate degree. I do this, this, and this. But, like, and my hair was just, like, I was like, maybe I'll grow it out after I become successful. I'll do it after when I'm, like, Jay-Z or Charles Camino, you know, like... When I had the money, when I had the support, mm-hmm. and like I, I grew it out, nothing changed. Maybe I might be losing up on opportunities, but I'm happy with myself and I like the way I look. And like now I'm braiding my shit up. Now I'm braiding it up. I might keep it. I might dread you it. You have the little yeah things in your in your head. Yeah, exactly. And people, people like even just this week, me and me and JT went to a meeting, and a lady was like, "You might want to change the way you guys look when you're meeting with certain people." In the back wow. of my mind, I'm like, I met with people that will make way more money. But like, but and that's wow. that's also like, but in her mind, she was helping. Was she a black woman? No, she was white. She was a, a really nice white woman. Like, I'm not like trying to say she was mean or anything, but she was just she was trying to look out for. Her. She's like, you actually wear suits when you go places. Like, she's trying to explain. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's explaining what she's what's normal to her because that's what white men have. Oh, 
Let me just be no, yeah, I'm just not uh, finding my words. It's okay. That's what that's the that's the norm yeah. for business America. And when you think of business America, what is the demographic of white, white men. white men? That's what it used to be like. And yeah. even though it still is like that in some places. It's not as yeah. Yeah, you have to know your environment, but also like at this point in my life, like I have enough options that I'm gonna do what I wanna do. No, like for real, like, and like that's it's similar to what you were talking about. Like yeah. if you like don't let I don't know, there's not like some grand point. No, there. I can say this, and I think I can help you conclude with it, is the idea that like, as black women and black men, like, another aspect that we have to think about is how people will perceive us as professionals. Oh my God. And yeah. our hair is always like, there's literally a kid who is not being allowed to graduate because he has locks yeah. currently. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that like, I've, like I'm preparing to interview for med school like i want to go to med school mm-hmm. and i'll read stuff and people are like you should look at like how you look you should work on that like and i think it's the assumption that people want me to like straighten my hair but if you can't take me at my afro you don't deserve me bro like period like if you can't take these naps like period. whatever you you good <laughs> no i like that i like that no please. if you can't take these naps like whatever you think you need from me i can't give you that exactly and the period. thing is like, like we we have to be and if they're gonna, if there's barriers, mm-hmm. we have to be better. We have to get over those barriers because what we mean the people when they grow up. Because we were just talking about like there's no, there's no, black female actresses that we can really think about that are our age. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up without any of them. Raven Baxter, or where is that her actual? Raven Simone. She always had, <laughs> yeah, she always had that yeah, like the braid. slick back. No, the, she, usually I thought her hair was like you know flat iron down and shit. Oh like yeah, you're right, you're right. And she and had like the, a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Every, she she was white. Even Scott Jackson, even Scott Jackson, she, I I barely saw her with braids on the show. Scott Jackson, she, she had her natural, natural hair. Natural hair. Well, oh, that was all her. Yeah. yeah. She's oh straight. shit. Yeah. She that was all her. She, she off the strength, bro. Like, Damn. <laughs> Dude, I'm partially Indian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like like there wasn't that for for us, mm-hmm. and if we can become that, like I have tattoos. I'm maybe I'll throw my, maybe I'll grow these out. Maybe I'll get the dreads. Like. I don't care. Like, I, well, I do care, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm talking about it. But like, I, just, <laughs> I, I want it to be. I want it to not matter as much. Yeah. And I think, and that's important. I have a question though. So you had black people saying that to you, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think they were coming from a place, like a malicious place? No, no. I, I, I think it's like something when your parents tell you, like, like I don't want you staying out at night, or yeah. I don't want you hanging out with that one friend. Like it's all just like worry. Yeah. And especially when there's not that many black men in certain areas that are doing certain things, mm-hmm. so you, you just don't want, want like one that could do something to be yeah. like restricted yeah. for something is in their mind as dumb as hair. And for me, I feel like hair, and I don't even want to say for the black community, but I want to say hair in general represents so much for us. So much, you know, when you look back. In history, you know, hair was a big part. In biblical, you know, um, in biblical sermons and... Samson. Samson. Yeah. Samson. Hair was a huge symbol of strength. You understand? So, this is something where it's like... I don't know. I feel as though... It's, it's not a joke. It's not a... Yeah, it's not a joke. And, and anything that makes you you, anything that makes you an individual... You should wear that on your chest, like, um, I say you should wear that on your sleeve and on your chest, and you should be proud of it. You should represent that to its fullest, because at the end of the day, no matter who you want to, uh, no matter who you want to make, uh, what's the term when you're making others happy? To please? Yeah, whoever you're trying to please, it doesn't matter if you're not happy as well. You can please the whole world. If you're not happy as well, you're going to go to sleep by yourself. You're going to wake up by yourself. Even if someone is next to you, the emotions you feel are your emotions. You know what I mean? Mm. So why not make yourself happy and live your life to the fullest the way you want to do it? Mm. You don't live by other people's regulations. And that's something that I really, I'm really, really trying to live by. And it really scares me that like, maybe we are wrong. We're mm-hmm. going to be even like 30. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we're going to be... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And we're going to find out that, like, hey, we were supposed to do the People do this because that's the only way you can get on. Yeah. And, like, we have to, like, get rid of our individuals. And that scares me so much. And, like, we're talking about all this stuff on a podcast. And then we, like, 10 years from now, we listen to we it. We check. Yeah. And it's just, like, I gave up on all the values and principles. And me and people I, I enjoy, like, 
held. I don't know. So that, that scares me. Yeah. Bars. She was really rapping though. She went she off. Really was, <laughs> I really like this conversation yeah. as far as switching it to hair because if uh, for y'all that don't know, Nana Nana is one of. Uh, um, a select few that like you know what I'm saying wear that wear their natural hair on their chest. You know what I'm saying yeah. obviously she doesn't have chest hair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like she wears her like that like that's her go to. You know what I'm saying and like that's <laughs> that's something that I really 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 appreciate because at the end of the day you know what I'm saying wear those naps. You know what I'm saying her nappy ass head. You know what I'm saying I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm, I'm joking. I would hit you with this bottle. But oh. <laughs> it's empty. I wouldn't feel it. <laughs> but like. It's really something that takes a lot of strength because one thing that I really appreciate about anybody is a person that does not care how they are defined by other people. You understand? And that's something that I really get from that. So, you know what I'm saying? What I gained from this podcast, uh, enjoy your black skin, enjoy your melanin, and nap up your hair. Everybody has to grow dreadlocks, okay? Yeah. The James Dool, spon- uh, James Dool podcast is sponsoring dreadlock growth. Uh, <laughs> We'll be hooking you up with barbers, and honestly, I don't really think we need to talk about too much more. No, like... Oh, I have a quick question. Oh, what's up? Do you refer to your hair as locks or dreadlocks? Because the connotation is that, uh, if I'm correct, and I could be wrong, uh, dreadlocks, dread is a negative word. Dreadful, yeah. Yeah, so they use that in a negative connotation. So people, some people prefer the term locks rather than dreadlocks. You have... You were going to say something? I read somewhere bro that the term dread was for like a warrior tribe so it was like a pride thing to 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 what's that word (laughs) to exude dread is that is that okay to exude so it was kind of like a pride pride thing for those people i I might be wrong but yeah yeah. i mean i just i just got twists like they're not what was the race <laughs> no, but like no, they're they're just twists right now. They're they're in their infant stages. I don't know oh. if I'm gonna let them grow out to be dreads. I don't know what length they become yeah. dreads. Can like, I say something though? I've always been afraid to grow my hair. Mm-hmm. Like for the longest time, I would grow my hair a little bit, and then my mom and my dad would fry me. And my my dad especially because my dad's a Muslim man. Like you know, yeah. obviously, everything is one way in Islam and everything like that. You know, and then my mom being the Christian woman that she is. Everything has to be clean and everything, you know, you, if you're going to be a certain guy, like you have to be, you know, one precise way. And I've always been that person that's against the gradient, but I have allowed fear to stop me from doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, you may have inspired something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, don't look at me like her. You know what I'm saying? Lock duel come in 2020, you know what I'm saying? Hey, gang, gang. But, um, <laughs> do, do any of you guys have any more comments, like? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, I'm just saying, like, it's 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 been a long a long journey to like fully accept and love like your blackness. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I'm I'm really happy. Like, it's it's a beautiful place. Like, it's a beautiful place to be. Like, damn, I'm really black in this bitch. Like, I'm really <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm you really know, black. maybe we can talk like, about something like this next week. But it was definitely artists like Kendrick Lamar that did that for me. Yo, when he dropped the Black of the Berry. First of all, that to pimp a butterfly was that album to me. For someone to make an album that was just screaming, yeah, yeah, I'm a nigga, and I'm I'm that nigga, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Something like that was big for me, very very big for me. The lyrics for uh, the Black of the Berry, like just everything that he said, you know what I'm saying, like in the subtext behind. Yeah. Like, I truly, truly live by that. Like, I definitely, I love being black. You know what I'm saying? To the point where, shit, if you're uncomfortable because of the fact that I'm black, hey, go trip and fall somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really, really, (laughs) really, 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 really love my skin. And I really, 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 really love to see my queens walking around, you know what I'm saying? Like, on me. You know what I'm saying? So, black me, black everything. On Dooley, you know what I'm saying? You call this shit blackout or something? Uh, no, but um, I I I mean I I'm not I don't think I'm at that point yet. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's literally okay. You come in and out of it too. Mhm. And I don't know, like, how. Hmm. Like I've been there before, and I felt like fully validated in myself. Mm. And then 
things happen or that's the way life the seasons come and then you move yourself out of it and then you start wondering like why do you feel a certain way like i don't know maybe this is something we'll explore in a later podcast but um i i i think this is a good time to wrap it up basically yeah um so this was dually um (laughs) the bitches and all (laughs) this is james this is abdul and this is the james dual podcast until next time